0: I can't no. believe we got him off the golf course. Oh, uh, he's, well, he's got oh, it later in time Where, yeah. at Chambers Bay? Uh, Broadmoor. Okay. How's the game? Tahoe next week. Ready. You're winning? Whoa, 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 wait. Whoa. What? Is his mic on? Oh, I thought you said you were winning. Okay. I was like, Marty Fish is on line two over <laughs> here saying, watch out. <laughs> ready. Okay, I was going to say. He's <laughs> <is>
1: only ready. <laughs> what does ready mean, though? It means I'm playing the best I've ever played. Ooh. Ever? Ever? Or just recently ever? Both. Right, right, right. right. Is it the new hip? Thank you. New hip. We got yep. some new bet, eh, I mean. Yeah. New hip, new attitude, and a new golf swing. Whoa. Since everything. Since everything. Dallas? Yeah. In April, you've done
0: Yeah. new golf swing since April? I you had s- to. New you hip. Sound like, you sound like a struggling wow.
2: position player <laughs> that
3: came into next spring training. I got a mental coach. Best shape of my <laughs> life. Of my life. <laughs> completely changed my swing. I'm just in a better headspace.
0: Wow. That's wow. A, that's a bold. I'm watching Tahoe now. That's a bold prediction. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna. T- I mean, who, who won last year? Was it Mar- uh Not Romo, Romo won the playoff. Romo,
2: that's right. Three-way playoff. Wait, you said new attitude? Attitude. Yeah. Totally. Can we dig into that? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I need more. New attitude. <laughs> and I've known John for when? years.
1: What else you got? I went to Scotland for a week after London. Mm-hmm. Played in every element you can imagine. Never one got, never once got frustrated. Totally embraced it, and that's what I'm gonna do in Tahoe. I'll give you four holes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you four holes. The I, greens. I will give you four
0: holes, and you're gonna be like, screw that. Four holes is Ole Kattian, Greg Olson Caddy? Yeah. for you. And you're gonna be hitting him with your putter. Yeah.
1: No, I'm bad read. Only birdies and bogeys. It's my, that's my philosophy. What what does frustrated look like? Because we oh, don't get I to get, see it on the... But what does it mad. look like? Give us an example. So, I used to do this in pitching until I learned how not to. I get so mad at myself that, at least on the mound, you've got some recourse of, like, taking out your... Your next pitch. next pitch, yeah. But on the golf course, there's, that's never good. And so... I would get to the point where the carryover effect was greater than it should be. So that's been eliminated.
2: Let's get into some all-star stuff. There's, there's questions flying like golf. in. Let's talk golf. I know, yeah. but, but also people want some baseball. There is a, an all-star game. We're in Seattle. Oh. Can All I right. tell you
1: some some? Trying to get in
2: here was very humbling. They didn't into let you in? this particular building?
1: Yeah. They have no idea who I am. <laughs> oh, you had to get through security, <laughs> yeah. didn't you? So that's, I'm old. We're to, old.
0: Uh, we all had to do it.
1: So you, have to, you actually had to pull out your ID, and you
0: pulled out your Hall of Fame card. And you're oh, like, is that what he did? You're like, oh, look." Oh, excuse I'm- me, that, that's the wrong one. Yeah, right. Right. Oh, my bad.
2: <laughs> well, security might be uh, I'm not a baseball fan. Yeah. Security yeah, might hey, not have. Yeah. I don't know. Security, like security guard not might Hulling not Sorry, I I'm not spell sure. my
1: name three times, in the first name and nothing registered, and they weren't going to let me in. So I had to, you know, contact the big dog dog back there.
3: Uh, We don't have a Josh
2: Smollett? (laughs) Is it Smollett? Joel? I'm not sure. Is that with an S? Is that that (laughs) with two (laughs) S's? First, let me take you back, and then we'll focus on on the current stuff. So a question about your most memorable all-star game or moment or anything that stands out in your career, and then we'll spin it to right now.
1: Well, the first All-Star game was the most out-of-body experience, period. So I go from <laughs> Atlanta to Anaheim. I'm the only representative for Atlanta. We're, we're having a horrible year, right? So I'm a fish out of water. i got no one to lean on, no experience, and I'm going <laughs> coast to coast. Well, we have extra innings on Sunday, and my then manager wouldn't even let me leave, so I'm going to miss the flight. That's I'm already stressed, and I'm running through the airport. I make the flight last minute. I get to Anaheim. I know nobody, and I sit in my locker, and I'm just kind of like hoping somebody would notice me, and, you know, what do you do? You have no idea. Well, it's Tommy Lasord is the manager. He goes over the pitching lineup, and I don't even think there's a chance I pitch. And then he tells me I'm pitching second. So now I'm completely nervous. Rick Russell starting. Wade Boggs. Obviously, Bo Jackson are the number one and number two hitters. So I'm trying to get to the bullpen, and no one will take me there. The veterans are like, hey, we want to watch the first inning, because back then starters go three innings, right, two minimum. So I'm sitting in a dugout, and I'm like – trying to get to the bullpen and rick russell's getting just beat up homer homer double like he's getting beat up so tommy lasorda gets on the bullpen phone and he says hey get smoltzy up
4: and i'm right here <laughs> You're right next to him <laughs> and he's like
1: kid what are you doing and i said i have no idea how to get to the bullpen he goes how many pitches is it going to take you i said literally seven seven to ten so I get, you know, running in spikes in the hallway, get down to the bullpen. And seven pitches I'm in my first uh, All-Star game. I forgot everything anybody told me. I get first and third, one out, Bo Jackson up. I'd already seen him hit one 440 feet. And I'm just trying to get a d- double play ball. Two hopper to Ozzy Smith to Ryan Sandberg. He beats it out. I get the loss. <laughs> Nolan Ryan, the oldest pitcher ever to get the win. I was the youngest pitcher to ever get the loss. Wow. You talk about that happened in a hurry. It happened in a hurry. Nobody could help you out? They were just wanting to watch the first inning. They, they just said, because you won't think, you know, the last thing you're going to think is the starting pitcher is going to get knocked out, and he was having trouble getting outs. And sure That was enough, mismanagement. That was poor managing by Tommy. I, the late great. But It's not a great feeling when your manager says, what
2: the heck are you doing? <laughs> Why are you not in the pen? And... Uh, the rest is history. Wow! All right, so let me spin it to now. So one of the questions that came in was: Is there anybody um, in today's game? I mean, it could be obviously at the All-Star game, but otherwise in the sport right now that um, reminds you of yourself? that's from DL. Any All-Stars or pitchers
3: um, that you besides like? Besides Ellie with? De La Cruz,
2: <laughs> right?
1: Besides Ellie, that reminds me of myself. Meaning, experiencey hey. or a pitcher anything like experience stuff like well the first thing that comes to mind is I would be I couldn't even know what to feel like if I'm Gilbert pitching in my home ballpark right that has to be an incredible experience I never got a chance to play in Atlanta Um, had Tommy John that year and I think the experience must be similar there's nerves but there's got to be tremendous emotion because you're pitching at home he's obviously going to pitch and I would think that would be the closest thing to like, oh my gosh, right? I've checked into the league. I'm now an all-star, but I'm pitching in front of my hometown crowd, which to me is the ultimate adrenaline rush. And that that would be that'd be interesting to see how he handles it.
2: You talking about Kirby? Or are you talking yeah. about Kirby? <coughs> I'm sorry, Kirby. yeah, not Just Gilbert. Sure. Kirby. Gilbert's good too, but Kirby's he's very good. Yes. Uh,
1: Kirby, George Kirby would be the one that to me would be
2: like oh shoot here we go and the crowd's gonna go nuts um what do you love about the all-star game what would you change about it these guys were barking about because we want some ken ken's big on ellie de la cruz into the all-star game these guys were mostly against it ask john i think that's given the circumstances and the injuries
1: that would be the only caveat that would allow him to play based on the amount of games, right? And I think there's so much that's changed in our sport that we're starting to throw away all those kind of ideas, and it's kind of getting to the point where the All-Star game used to have a lot (coughs) of things that no longer it has. Here or there, we could argue, you know, it was a big deal. And hopefully we can get back to it being a big deal But we're seeing less of a big deal uh, for the current generation of players. And I think for me, I've been banging this drum for a long time. I would love to see this happen for a lot of reasons. And I know why it's not happening. But I want to see a USA versus World All-Star game. I think it would re-energize the players. I think you would see less opt-outs. I think you would get – you'd have to have some things happen. I'm, I'm for Sunday mandatory off and maybe we don't play again until next Saturday. But give a true all-star break to the players and the teams that really could benefit from it really owning the week. We need to own the week in baseball. It needs to be talked about. It needs to be promoted. It needs to be exciting. And we're in an industry now where injuries are like that's all we talk about. And some of the guys that aren't here is because they're hurt. And so I would love to see – a USA versus a world, and I reason I don't think we see it is because of the World Baseball Classic. But that's only every. I agree. Three or four or whatever. And it is so years. this doesn't have to be an every day and every year thing. This could be a once or twice a year. But just think of the rosters, and think of the players that would be represented. Teammates against teammates. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, I would. I don't think a guy who has a chance to wear a USA uniform says no. I don't think he's going to opt out. I think he's going to be there. And he's going to play. That's just what I've been saying for years. And it's still, all that being said, it's the best all-star game of any sport, bar none. It's not even close. And so that conversation when it went to home field and all the things they tried to do, I would love to see USA versus World, and it would be phenomenal. But Trout
2: versus Otani. You
1: get more I, awesome pitch. in the world baseball classic. Yeah. Framber would sure.
4: pitch, you'd get the Trout Otani matchups, you get all that. And
1: with having Sunday off and backing it up to maybe even a Wednesday, you you don't get any pitcher that that pitched on Saturday that could opt out. I mean, I know so much has changed and we're in a we're in a evolution of high velocity and max effort. But 10, 15 years ago if you pitched on Sunday,
2: you pitched on Tuesday. Like it was a throw day. We have Saturday, we just talked about this earlier. Saturday. There's guys. Saturday guys who got yeah. shut down by their teams for the All-Star game. Yeah. And,
1: and and to be fair, a lot of it's organizational. Oh yeah. And a lot of it's taken out of their hands, but but it that to me would if we could if we could own the week, push it back, you know, I've always said also that the thing that should happen during All-Star Week we should have the Hall of Fame ceremonies. There's not one current player that ever gets to see a Hall of Fame ceremony or even represent and know what represented them in the past. So there's a lot of things that I think in the future that that we could get this whole week talked about. I got to do it. In 14, I got released, and I went yeah. to Franks, and then I signed <laughs> that's for that's Cooperstown, right, so got. that was great. <laughs> you got
0: fired. Yeah, I got fired, and then I was in <laughs> Cooperstown for Franks, and I got called to the Cardinals. So I went, I'm the only guy to get released, go to Cooperstown, wow. sign from Cooperstown <laughs> <to the team." laughs> But <laughs> I agree with everything you just said. The USA. How much of it is watered because it's so watered down? The All Star Game. We, we, what can he say? Seventy-seven guys. 70, Seventy-three. Pro That's the point. That's point. Something guys. All players
2: need to show up. Is is what you're but, saying, right? But, but it's less of an honor though it's, when it's, it's that just, many people make saying. it. It's
0: not as honorable, right? Because when he you said, were yeah. your first All Star game, they could have told you, you got a broken leg. And you're like, screw that, I'm yeah. pitching.
1: Yeah, no, it's to- totally different, and, and with that comes exactly what you're saying. I mean, I don't know what the total roster spots are going to be this year. It could be a record, who knows, because of all the people that have to pick up for. And there is some value to that in the sense that, can you imagine Hank Aaron playing in 24 of them? Yeah. 24.
3: Twice a year he's playing.
1: So, you know, that, that part of it I know everyone's been trying to figure out. But I think the way the games played contributes to that. It really does, and and it and it and it allows more players to be selected and more players to not have to come, and that to me that's a separate
2: set. that's another conversation. So you're prepping for calling the game tomorrow. Um, one question asked from Raider: What is he most excited for in this All-Star game? What should we expect? We were just going over the lineups. Looks a little tilted towards the National League side, at least I on think so. paper. I right? think
1: so, yeah. I think this is the first year since I've been doing it and watching it that we have a chance to see some offense. Every other year, it's been dominated by dynamic yeah. arms that come in one inning at a time, hard to hit. I think you could see some offense this year um, based on the offense and lineup that is there and the guys that are on the bench. I, I Shohei, of course, is always going to be the top of the list, right? There's no doubt but the dynamic young players that are in the game for the first time. I mean, what Acuna has done in one year, he's matured. He's a runaway for the MVP right now, and he's changing the entire scope of what a leadoff hitter canning, you know, should do. So, obviously, Acuna's having that incredible year. But I'm looking forward. I I haven't really seen Carroll play with with the Diamondbacks, and and, and I haven't seen some of these guys that we – you know, at a national lever, level, don't get to see that we're going to get to see in this
2: game. I don't know how long, but we'll get to see them. Do Do you agree with Chipper just while we're on Acuna? Uh, Acuna is the best. What did he say? The most talented? He's, most exciting Dave. or something? What most was the
3: talented word? position player that the Braves have ever
2: had.
1: Did you hear yeah. when he said that? Who, Chipper said it? Yeah. I mean,
4: it's hard agree? to argue. Yeah. It's hard to argue right now. I mean, you, just, you have to argue what he means by talent. You could say career stats, right. or are you saying like just the ability to hey, do Garen everything? Hank Aaron played
2: for the Braves.
4: I understand that, but I also watched Acuna hit lefty off the top of a batter's eye, turn around righty, and hit it out the entire park. So in terms of like talent, the ability to run and all that stuff, he's definitely
1: up there. Well, I got asked a question the other day on a podcast that I guess stirred up some conversation, Uh-oh. but they asked me if the baseball had a redraft right now other than Shohei Ohtani, who would you draft number one? I would never have said this last year. I'm gonna say it this year, I said it would be Acuna. Right and on. I mean, I know there's a lot of picks and a lot of ways to go with that, but right now, <clears throat> with what he's doing in the position he's doing it, I think it's it's game-changing stuff, right? I mean, two years ago, I would've taken Soto long-term over Acuna based on the style that they both played. and based, I'm talking long-term. What about Ohtani? Well, Ohtani was left out. He was, that was the question. Besides Besides Otani. So that's That's the next guy down. Because he would universally be the number one pick. Got it. it. And then all of a sudden, you start looking around the game and and how you build a club around and what you're trying to do. Again, I give him a lot of credit because last couple years, he's young. He was making a lot of young mistakes, and he was doing some things that were taken away from his greatness. And all of a sudden, whoever has impacted him off the field and on the field it's made a major difference, and you're seeing a team like the Atlanta Braves have a historic first half.
3: Who has a, who has a better career, Soto or Acuna?
1: See, and that's where I was two years ago. I was like, I I'm, think I'm Soto Soto flipped. would have the better career stylistically and the way he plays, but now it might flip because of all the things that are. Has he are,
3: convinced you enough to he, say that it's flipped, or you need to see it one
1: more year? I think if it's one more year, it's totally flipped. But I but again. Soto to me falls into a rarefied air conversation of Joey Votto. Who is Joe Like there's a segment of people that want Joey Votto to be X and then he's you know he's the most talked about slugger in our lifetime walk on base or drive slug average and I think I think honestly Soto's in a little bit of a mixture right now on getting on base more than driving the ball and doing some of the things that analytically you have that discussion on. So I think it's fascinating when you have those conversations with a young player like him. But if it were up to me, I'd want him driving the ball and hitting those 3-1 pitches rather than getting on base. If he's not going to steal, so he's on first base, right? Acunas gets on first base. He's going to second and possibly third. That's where it's flipped a little bit. But for
3: how many years? How many years does he go to second and third? Yeah. I saw him Saturday.
0: Saturday.
4: You'll take who? I'll take a coon. He said a coon. Me Dude, too. I saw him Me on too. Saturday. Me too. He gets on
0: base. Leading off the game, he's got over 500 OBP. We've talked about this. Yeah. He gets on first base. The game changes. Yeah. The pitcher can't pitch. No. And then you got Albies and Olson and yeah. Riley and Murphy. They can't throw a strike because they're like, he's going to go. He's going to steal second. He's going to do all his crap. But- then he's going to steal third. And then someone just has to hit a ground ball, and they're down one nothing. It what? is amazing when yeah. that dude gets just on base. I said it. One
4: of my prime, or one of my favorite uh, nicknames was Prime Grady Sizemore. It was one nothing. That yes. is and Acuna is absolutely taking that yeah. mantle over of just before you know it, you're down one nothing. And he swings. He, he's he up does. there.
0: He's not up there like listen. Juan Soto's great, like you said, yeah. but when Acuna steps in the box, pitcher, you know, starting yeah. pitcher,
1: that first pitch, it better be. He better not just float one in there because he's going up there to hit it out of the park. Honestly. And this is more of the style that when we were playing, the leadoff hitter's job was to make the guys behind him so much better, right, and to put put stress on the pitcher. I would rather him hit a leadoff home run against me than to get on base and cause a bigger inning and deal with the guys behind the, you know, man, scoring position. So I agree with you guys on that.
3: I'm gonna switch off of that. I like I love baseball reference, and you have a lot of bold on your baseball reference. (laughs) Will somebody ever? Now you have a Hall of Fame career, so this person will have to be a Hall of Famer. Do what you did from basically 96 to 03, where you had your injury and then like you did everything, 256 innings, 53 innings, and then you had your injury and came back and saved 55 games, 45 games. Will anybody ever do that or are we past that? And you're the last one.
1: Honestly, I think that what you just said was one of the most confusing, unfair scenarios that that GMs were putting on young pitchers. I was in the middle of my career. I had 14 seasons of starting. They're bouncing young players and young pitchers around so much that they're losing the identity of who they are. So it's unfair for people to think that that can happen. Now, if you if you tell me... That Justin Verlander, after 14 years, can he do it? 100%. Like you, I could pick out five guys that could do it based on their experience of pitching and knowing how to do it. But when you take, I think of Aaron Sanchez right away, when he comes to the Toronto Blue Jays. Tremendous arm. Starter, then closer. Then starter and back. You ruin. Java, Java, rules. Like, all these pitchers who don't have a basis for which, there's only one guy that that it, was able to do it, and it wasn't. Even the same scenario. Remember when Adam Wainwright was forced into being the closer, and he had (laughs) no no innings going in, and he did it out of necessity and and did an incredible job and got the save and then went into his baseball, you know, career as a starter. You de-develop. In my opinion, Corbin Burns, they got lucky with Corbin Burns and uh, uh, Woodruff. They were in the in the bullpen, eating important yeah. innings for the for the Milwaukee Brewers, but they stunted their development as great starters because you can't develop in the bullpen. So, I hope it doesn't happen. Uh, not from a selfish reason, just you don't from need a that. You don't need that. yeah. This is not even working anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put it behind from you. You're from good. a selfish reasons, I want these guys to know who they are and pitch longer. But if you talk about transitioning a pitcher after ten years, absolutely, it can happen.
4: So I was kind of surprised to see the Reds make Chapman go to the pen instead of a starter. They didn't even really give him that option to be a starter. There's always an either or early on with him. The problem that I see with baseball with these great arms are you either have it or you
1: don't. And if you don't, they shift you right quick, right away to the bullpen. And to me, that is not a valued commodity that you can expect to have under your six years of control. You're de-developing greatness is what I call it. So a guy comes up, throws 100, throws 98, has no secondary pitches. There's a role for him. And he's going to eat up 45 to 60 innings, and the next guy is going to do the same thing. But now we wonder why are there no more studs in the starting rotation. That's why. Because we don't take the time to develop them in the minors and or in the big leagues and let them go, let them struggle, like give them the the, the resources to do these things. It's all about now and win now and plug in place. And I think you're seeing the byproduct of that when – Kershaw, Scherzer, Verlander, Wainwright, maybe throw Cole in there. We don't have any more generational starters that are going to last any longer than those guys did. I mean, you're thinking about a big hole coming if these young guys continue on the trend of injuries, Tommy John, and the next Alcantara. guy
3: up. Alcantara might carry that torch.
1: I hope so. I and mean, what's the narrative right now with Un- uh, They're yeah. going to say, right? They're going to say, oh, right look now. at what happens. That narrative you got—you cannot pay attention to. Like, if, if a pitcher goes and does what Alcantara does and he struggles the next year, so what? Let him figure it out. He'll figure out that in the third year he'll get right back to being nasty. But we're so quick to say age appropriate, like old or young, and uh, too much mileage on his arm he's going to blow out. That's a negative impact, and we're just not looking at the reality of how to, I think, treat starting pitching differently if we want injuries to go down 100 percent, you got to treat them differently and expect them to do different things
2: well there we talk we talk about this a lot you're, you're babying arms in the minor leagues too and if, if you're not letting guys go more than four innings or there's guys that are getting called up that haven't gone 100 innings in the min, minor leagues i mean yuri perez is a little different he's super young he was only in the minor leagues for a year or two but his career high is like 78 innings. It's gonna blow past that year one. I don't know. Just right? Didn't we talk yeah. about the other day? Yeah. It's weird. I say it all the time. It's
0: kind of what he was saying though.
2: But you have to develop them different, yeah. and you have to let them stay in
0: the minor leagues. We're in a rush yes. to get everybody to the big leagues. Let them fail a little bit in the yes. minor leagues. Let them struggle. Maybe some guys don't. And you just keep going.
1: I, I know a lot of people take shots at me when I talk about this, but I've watched the whole evolution of starting pitching. When analytics came into the game, it was under the. the under the guise that it's going to be, this is going to keep players healthier. How's when that When you going? think about it, ten years ago, this is what was told. It's not only failed; no one talks about it anymore. And so, here's the reality: nothing will be done if there's a, a, a plethora of arms. When the arms run out, there'll be people looking at how do we train guys differently. This is really simp. This is such a simple mathematical equation that. No one will do anything about it because there's too many arms, and youth baseball has, in their theory, been the reason why there's so many injuries. And I think that's correctable.
4: They thought there would just be less innings, less strain Correct. on the starters. It's gone the opposite. And their, their parachute to that would be that this guy throws hard, right-handed reliever who throws hard. That's the fastest way up, fastest way out. There's the, there's the most of those in any organization, so they could always be replaced. But instead, that's just a band on the problem instead of really fixing yeah, training them, True. no doubt.
0: Speaking of uh, things that get, you get in heat for, I get heat. We obviously work together on Fox. Not together, but yeah. we do the same thing. Fans, you do a Braves game. Oh, John Smoltz hates the Braves. Yeah. I do a White Sox game. Oh, he yeah. hates the White Sox. Yeah. Right? I know you don't hate the White but Sox. But every oh my team, gosh, no. it doesn't matter, though. You love them too much. You could have yeah. the Braves playing the Cardinals, two teams you played with have great memories of yeah. right? You hate both teams, right? <laughs> I, you, I do a game. Like, doesn't that drive you – like, I don't – honestly, we don't hate it. No. And I tell people this. I don't hate either team. I want a game, a good game. I want it fast. Yeah. And I want something to talk about. Yeah, Other than so, that,
1: I don't care who wins. I, I was told, number one, when you get into business, don't pay attention to that because that's going to be the narrative. And definitely don't pay attention to social media, which I don't, which, you know, you know, tweet at me at, no, you can't. I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But here's the deal. Every, every team – Knows their local broadcast is for them, right? And so they're used to it. They see it, hear it, and the home run calls are so much different. Nationally, you can't do that. So right away, the play-by-play calls a Homer for both teams the same way. And and as analysts, we are going to talk at a national level. The hardest job I've ever had to do was call the Braves World Series. And I thought that would be the easiest response I would get. Braves fans were killing me. Because they knew I played my whole career with the Atlanta Braves. They couldn't believe that I was not rooting for the Atlanta Braves You're in theory. Middle. I got the same thing.
0: I did a White Sox series, and they, got, they lost to Houston. And a people playoff were, series? Playoff on, series. That's a lie. And they were crushing me. <laughs> oh, man, I can't believe you hate the White Sox. I'm yeah. like, that
1: happens all the personally,
0: time. Personally, I like the White Sox, he but does. when you do a broadcast, you don't, you just tell what's
2: happening. There's no. You're down the middle is below their, what they, your bias that yes, they want. I'm yeah. not so, yes, I'm Wait, not Hawk Harrelson. Wait, Fox you know. airs outside of the south side of Chicago for a White <laughs> Sox <laughs> <outside of Chicago. laughs> well, yeah. News to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's what people think, though. That well, I say all the think. time
1: when I get interviewed and um, that's what they say. I said, you don't realize how much power my words have. So if I say it, it's going to happen. And then I go, you can't be that <laughs> stupid to think that that, 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 that is, is going to happen with my words being –
2: so, I'm, I'm. yeah, to your point, happens all the time. Baseball fans can't get over how a national broadcast works. Some, some. Yeah. They just – they love the Homer stuff.
0: Well, that's because they listen to it six days a week. They get their local guy, whoever, yep. their, whoever their local team is, they get their guy. And like John said, they are just pumping up they're, – they're employees of the team. The local guys are. So, so then they, listen
2: to the radio. They're on every game all year. If all you want is that, listen to the radio. They you know? just
1: don't want anything coming across critique-oriented, right? Like, how could you critique or how could you say anything that isn't 100% for my guy? So I get it. But it the beauty of, of being in the booth and seeing and getting call games like we do, we, we drop in, we find out about that current game and catch up, we talk about it, And then we leave. So that's the way it goes. What would
3: that World Series sound like?
1: Oh, wow. The Astros
3: are just playing so good in this. Oh, and the. Phillies are just I know they don't have any hits, yeah. but man do they look yeah. everything's yeah. amazing. Amazing. We yeah. wouldn't have a job, and I can guarantee you know, that. You know Kugler,
0: right? Have you ever worked with Kevin Kugler on Fox? I haven't. Oh you're that's sorry. He's 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 my level. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's my level. This is so John nice. doesn't do John doesn't he's, do remote games. He only does the he only does the national flight. Some of us have to do games from home, John. So he you only, get like Kevin Kugler. His Twitter bio says, yeah. I hate all your teams. So don't tweet at me because I hate both teams no matter what game it is. <laughs> I hate every team. It's like the greatest line ever because it's true what he said. Yeah, I mean, and John, if you need to know about the Royals or the
3: yep, Tigers, I got or yeah, or Central. the Twins, Central, he's on it. Just, just have him text. I, I
0: can't. They don't send me west of uh, Texas. You did the hey, Padres-Dodgers series last yeah, year. Yeah, but I'm this year I'm talking about. Right, right. I'm this basically. Year. Central time zone, straight up. And you just did Ray's brave. So. Yeah. You you have he he was mad about that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was it mad. I about it. <laughs> well, in
1: He theory, was like, why the fuck am I not doing the race?" <laughs> <'Cause
0: it's> Braves? <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. watching all the golf game.
1: I had Houston, Seattle. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was halfway to Seattle. You had a long, you had a long journey. I
0: was get here, went, went to Tampa, and flew back. I he was done on Friday, 12 hours of flight. Flew to Tampa, flew back. Now he's up. Yeah, he's like, call. wait Wait, wait, wait. Wait, John.
2: Are you still on the rules committee with MLB? No. Okay. No. Do you miss that? No. Okay. <laughs> so, Whit Merrifield's one. We have player, two players on at least every day on the show. Whit Merrifield's one in, who comes on frequently, and he's on the rules committee. So, wanted to get your take on anything going on there. But then, projecting forward, you know how the league now always will test things in the Atlantic League? Yeah. We had Whit on. We started running through some of those things. He's on the rules committee. He didn't know about any of it. He was like, I'm learning from it from you guys. Yeah. We're like, didn't they talk to you about this? So, you were on there. Like right. Now they're testing. I'm going to forget some of what they're working on in the Atlantic League right now. There, there's designated runners right. that come in. Have you seen some of these? I mean, you, all, you like this stuff. Yeah. There, there's, there's three or four things now, and we were letting him know, and he's like, wish they told us. We would love to, like, discuss it. So where, where do you well, think we're at thing, with all the experimenting? Some of it's obviously happening and, and going well.
1: Yeah, well, when I was on the rules committee four years ago, I was banging the drum for all the things that are happening right now. So yes. it took four years, but at least we're here because the game – in the data. This is the other thing that makes me laugh. When data are facts and you speak facts, why is it that you hate like the game? It's facts. These facts have been here for four years. The game time was going longer and longer. It's not that you hate the game, you're speaking facts. And the facts are what drove the audience and the fan base to want to see these things change, so that's how they reacted and baseball did a great job. I'm not surprised by any of this. Matter of fact, it's probably gone so good, now you have vendors complaining about the game's too short, right? Can't sell enough beer. Yeah, can't sell sell enough beer or merchandise. But here's the deal with where the game's going. Anything that they feel can enhance the athleticism and the excitement of the game is going to be introduced. And there will not be much backlash because I think the players are going to ultimately, first of all, when we were playing, we just wanted to know the system we were playing on it and try to figure out how the best way to, to, to play in the system. Navigate it. And we had different reward systems then, and we played to it. And people ask all the time, like, how would you have done with the pitch clock? We didn't need the pitch clock back then. Yeah. I mean, we pitched every 10 seconds. Every, that was the way the game was played. The only thing I hope we never do is get an automatic strike zone. I hope we never go down that road. Hitting will be impossible pitching at this level and the way that they throw at the top of the zone that's I hope we never do if there's a caveat to it if you as a hitter get one chance to question a call or I think we could get there and same thing with a pitcher I think that's a good compromise but definitely no you know auto uh, umps or whatever you
4: weren't beating the drum for that
1: no because to me I understand pitching and I understand how hard it is to hit And if you have 98 and 95 and 96 as your average velocity at the top of the zone and it gets called, guys will learn how to pitch there. I mean, they're already throwing there now and have no idea where it's going. And you throw a breaking ball at the top of the zone, you can't hit it. So if if they're talking about that, they better shrink the strike zone and maybe go a little bit east to west. And then everyone has a fighting chance. You can hit down 98. You can't hit down 98, so up also 98. Bring back, if
0: they do that, they'll bring back the big curveball. Right.
1: Because the big you can throw, like,
0: the big Rick Sutcliffe slow curveball, and if it just tips, just touches you it. can almost drop it straight down and have it hit on right on top of the exactly. plate. Exactly. And if it just clips the bottom of your knee and clips
4: a piece of the – it can bounce and still be a strike. Instead of robot umps, I think finding a way to hold umpires more accountable is the answer. It's not robot umps because – and I'm going to bring up one of your former teammates is – Greg Maddox could probably be successful in many Agreed. decades. But one of the beautiful things about him was not only his ability to live on the paint, on the black, if the umpire is giving him that inch and he can start pushing into that inch and like hitters can't do anything about right. it, but that was a beautiful part of his thing. To just take that away, though, you're taking away a pitcher like that who's crafty, who can work off the corners. Why not just make the umps more accountable to have higher percentages and you knock off the bottom few, and then you don't need to worry about all that in stuff. In fairness,
1: though, today they're dealing with greater velocity and greater spin than True. ever before. True, but well, Guys and, get it right. And what Greg and, and Tommy, the two-poster child for the strike zone, was able to do is put so much pressure on the umpire Yeah, because they kept throwing. How many guys can keep throwing it to the one that's area? That's a skill
4: in itself, and right. should be rewarded in my mind, I think. So
1: I hope, I hope that to, to answer your question, the way the game's going now, I think we're going to see an evolution turn and shift philosophically on how to play the game, put the ball in play more, run, put pressure on pitchers, and you can compete with the big boys now. You couldn't make that argument before. Like, slug was winning, and the more slug you had, the better chance you had, but it still came down to the teams that win the World Series, put the ball in play more than everybody else. Do you
4: feel like it's going to always come back to it, no matter where, whatever line it goes off of? It always comes back to putting in play, putting pressure. Always.
1: There's an exception of 2004 Boston Red Sox when they won, they were, like, in the top five in most strikeouts. They're an exception. But go back. Check it out. You'll see every team that wins a World Series, not in
4: the top ten, rarely, and they find a way to put the ball in play more. You play, you play a little uh, 12-inch or 16-inch softball, and you've got some, like, young spry guys who can hit it over the, and feel good about themselves. You get to this 50-year-old team that just walks in and singles to death and just gets – you don't stand a chance. Speaking of Maddox,
0: did you see Andrew Jones, what he said about Maddox and Chipper? where he said Maddox would wipe his the sanitaries in his butt and then hand them to Chipper. And his Maddox, <laughs> did Maddox really... pee on your leg? Because he's famous for peeing on everybody's leg. You know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's already out there. So It's already out. Yes. Andrew told the This is story not new. Because yeah. we said, what's the story about either you? Like, you don't really have anything. Tom doesn't really have anything. Yeah. But Maddox is famous for kind of doing all this crazy he, shit. He's famous. Um, <laughs>
1: Most Mostly rated R.
0: Yeah. Stories. Nothing like crazy. Nothing awful,
1: awful yeah. to the point. But he had fun in different ways. And the Sandy thing is, is definitely something that uh, you had to be on the watch out for. You know, mm. and most young guys had no idea. <laughs> so... Yeah, Greg. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Greg survived in the right era.
1: Uh, <laughs> he, he
2: would not. He would no, not no. be able to pull that shit off None nowadays. Anymore. Hazing. I did you guys ever get him back? Sorry. Did you guys yeah. ever get him back though? I like, didn't play with him. I know. Good I'm question. saying to John, like he's, so, he's all over ever everybody. No.
1: So so that's what was so unique about it. Like veteran guy, stud, needed him, dominant, and it was mostly laughable stuff. You know. Um, and it was stuff that you go, okay, now I'm on the lookout for it. It right, can't happen to me twice. Rarely happened twice <laughs> to anybody. But I'm sure when he was a rookie, he got crushed.
0: Yep. So I played, maybe I played with pay-bill. Derek Lowe in uh, Dallas, in the Dallas tournament. And uh, he was telling his story the first time he met Greg Maddox. He comes over to the Dodgers. Maddox was on the Dodgers at the time. He walks into the locker room, and he's bent over naked in his <clears> locker. And he's like, Oh. Hey, Derek. And he just turns around like, gives him a big hug. He's like, nice to meet you. And Derek's like, what, 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 do I, what do I, uh, that's Craig Maddox. Like, what do I,
1: what do, I do? you got to understand his influences in Chicago were very vital to how he continued the rest of his career. <laughs> John, thank so you. So did he swinging. pee on your leg? Oh, you didn't ahead.
3: say if he peed on your leg or not. Um, he
4: went down. And he
1: I, <laughs> it maybe happened once. Did he get punched in the chest? That's the he he might have by other people, but what you ended up becoming is an accomplice, so that you didn't get it done to you. Stay so you're kind of like so um, you throw your teammates under the bus. <laughs> you'd be the distractor. <laughs> I'd be the, the distractor. distractor. Yeah. Yeah. John can talk. It's his job now.
2: Yeah. So he might John's, be in the conversation. Well, and that's how it goes. It Chipper Chipper has told the same story on on Legends. He said he was deep in conversation with Greg, and then he looks down. That's He's how like, it happens. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now.
1: The one thing that, that I did get great, when we had rent-a-cars in spring training, we'd always go golfing. Well, all of a sudden, one day, you know, he would follow me, run into the back of my car, bump me. I'm like, I'm at a light. And he keeps Do doing he it at each light, and he keeps it. He wedged my bumper, took the bumper off my rent-a-car, and, you know, the looks people would have, like, what is going on here? And he was <laughs> laughing, giggling, just like, just thought it was funny. And uh, I told him, it's funny, but I ain't paying for my new ooh, bumper ooh. Uh, on a rent-a-car. So stuff like that, you had to – and, and do not let him in your rent-a-car. Just don't give him a ride. Would he pay for it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: If he's going to pay for it, he could take he, the he's joke like, as he far was He's like he a wants. 12-year-old kid. But I, honestly, yes. I, know no, his, I know
1: he's probably at a point in his life where he's like, those stories need to go <laughs> away. <laughs> you know, no, like, right? they didn't happen. Yeah. He wants me to set the record straight. He truly, he was a great teammate, and that's what you'll hear about him everywhere he goes. The one thing that we used to say, though, stop trying to help people. He was so mentally advanced that any young pitcher he helped sent him into a funk. And there was a run of six to eight guys that lockered next to him that were gone within a month. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, Doggy, you're the effect of that.
0: <laughs> don't
3: don't long toss with Greg. Uh, yeah. Just leave a locker room. Yeah, because <laughs>
0: he's talking physics, and we're re- and they, exactly. he's talking two plus two. The other young kids like, man, yeah. how do I throw a strike? And Maddox is like, well, you, you throw a two-seamer yeah, through the hip and way goes, out hey,
1: there,
2: what? way out there. Jeez. Well, John, thanks for swinging my by. Pleasure. Enjoy yeah. the call tomorrow. This was fun. Wait, hold on yeah. before you go. Is what? what? What is? Fo- I know
0: Fox has something cool for tomorrow. So what is it? What's the new cool thing? I don't. Have? I think I don't think there's anything. <laughs> besides Jeter. <laughs> besides Jeter. Obviously. Yeah,
1: I don't think there's anything technology-wise that's new other than we what we did last year. Uh, I thought the coolest thing last year was talking to the starting pitcher. I don't know if we'll get that this year. Uh, I know there's a lot of people in the mix of, of talking to him, which is always cool. But the starting pitcher to me and the catcher is the is the was one of the coolest things that, that I heard back from fans. They were like, man, take me more into
2: inside of that. I like the, angle would from do the it. catcher. I don't know if it's confirmed or anything, but I'll go on the line here. Zach Allen would do that if he's asked. Yes. He would chat. Jersey um, for life. Cole? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Cole said he would know. do it last year if he was given the opportunity
1: to make the All Star team this year. So maybe we can, we, that's a good point. Maybe we can relook. He, he listened to the whole broadcast and said that was the coolest thing he'd
2: ever heard. and He, he would be willing to do it. I think you got so. a shot with both of them. Gallon, have you talked to him much? What's Gallon? That? Have you talked to Gallon much? No. He's good. He's really fun way, Cole, to talk the to. The problem with
0: if I was hitting and I knew they were mic'd up. One, I'd be trying to listen to what the catcher's saying, <laughs> and I'd be trying to re- lip read like a son of a bitch out there. Garrett Cole's like, all right, I'm gonna send him up here with a fastball in. I'd be like, ooh, fastball in. Yeah. Like, let's start cheating. Like if you're a hitter, you know they're mic'd up. You're, yeah, but you're trying to listen the- to the catcher
2: and you're trying to lip read. Cover the cover the mouth Nestor with the glove did a little it, didn't bit. He? Yeah, Nestor I don't remember. And, well, it was Trevino and Manoa, Manoa and spoke. did it. And then and then uh Manoa, you guys. talked Yeah, we did. Yeah.
1: <coughs> yeah, we did. The one thing they the hitter can't hear is what. You know, like my feedback, like, hey, throw a back foot curveball. He yeah. goes, sexy. And he did it. <laughs> 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 All right, that's so. my favorite part,
3: too.
2: We'll be listening for it. Thanks. Right. Do you
3: know your career stats against AJ? I
2: you don't. have him?
3: Did I face him? You don't even know? No. You face a lot of guys. You face a lot of Hall of Famers. It's not a big deal. Over for 1. Do you have him? One. <laughs> oh, that's it? Ground ball. I right? Hit a
0: ground ball. You were closing. See, now right. you remember it. Maybe up. a split. You were closing. Yeah, Now I had to think about it. We're yeah. Red Sox, maybe.
1: Could be. If if, if anybody I got out while I was with the Red Sox was a miracle because I didn't (laughs) get anybody. Or AJ. I mean, it was like you and I had.
0: We've talked about you and I had Red Sox to Cardinals, similar experience. That's exactly right. We went to Red Sox, got released into the Cardinals. Went to the Cardinals. we were like, this is
1: great. I honestly didn't think it was. I didn't think it was possible to change my career ERA in three months, and it did. (laughs) I mean, it went up a lot in three months. It went up. (laughs) kind of 3.33, all threes, and it was all because I gave up, like, 100 runs with the Red Sox. <laughs> and come to find out, when I got to Seattle, I was tipping every pitch in Boston. And nobody told you? Nope. Well, not on another team. They wouldn't
3: have
0: told him. Yeah, but you would have thought the Red Sox would have told him. Ah, it clearly was amazing. Didn't care about what, or, what
2: about a former teammate on another side? We've had this no. conversation. No? no. Nobody no. says shit? Unless you're no. super tight. Yeah, you've got to be like, off the record, do not tell yeah. anybody. It's, <laughs> it's
4: after the series. Yeah, after anything yes. you're going to. Yeah. but It would have to be like
0: Maddox or Glavin coming back yeah. exactly. and saying,
1: hey, just so you know, our hitters had all your pitches. Because a hitter, we ain't giving that away. It's only happened twice in my career. Boston, I'm sure I tipped many times in my career, but... When I was young, I had a veteran pitcher come up to me at a social event in golf, a golf tournament, and he was, he had a few drinks, and he was feeling good. He put his arm around me and says, we got your pitches, kid. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've been worried all offseason. He goes, we're not getting them from you, though. We're getting them from the catcher. I went, oh. But it's still reinforced. I kept telling our pitching coach, San Francisco Giants, only one that didn't want to know it was Will Clark. They were hitting balls out of the stadium foul. And I kept coming, I said, they have my pitches. He goes, you're paranoid. I said, you just hit a ball foul out of, the, out of the stadium. They got my pitches. It's the nightmare of all pitchers. You didn't give up 100. You gave up
3: 37 runs in 40 innings.
1: 37.
3: Oh <laughs> Damn. Holy shit. 37. 40. Seven. And they were all earned. Your fielders were not <laughs> helping one time. You gave up 37 uh, and all <laughs> of them were earned. <laughs>
1: I made up for it in 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 St. Louis. I yeah, mean, it did. pitched much yeah. better in St. Louis. Yeah, did you did. crush your
2: catcher though, who was giving the pitches? Your catcher if was you giving my pitches. You say, it'll I I Perez will make my day."
1: No. <laughs> I went to him and I told him what was happening. He was putting his signals down too far below the, before below his you know his legs, and and just I was so grateful that the pitcher told me because the next year completely changed all of that.
2: So yeah, and it wasn't even your fault. Not that one, but Boston was definitely, (laughs) it (laughs) was 37 runs. You were like, you were doing this. It was awful. Awful. (laughs) It happened. Well, good to see you, John. Thanks for swinging by. You got it. Good luck on the course have fun at the game. You can catch all of the Legends Territory episodes on Foul Territory's YouTube channel or on Apple or on Spotify. And thanks to the MLB Players Alumni Association for putting all of this together. And for more information on your favorite players, hit up baseballalumni.com.